From the Praise Light Media Studios in Panorama City, California, this is Anchor LA. It's Tuesday, the 1st of August, 2017. The 2028 Summer Olympics will be hosted in Los Angeles, California. This news just being confirmed as the city withdrew the only other bid for the 2024 Games. It appears that those Olympic Games will be held in Paris, France, which was the only other city in that year's running. This will be the first time the Olympics are held in Paris since 1924, the same Olympic Games in which Eric Little ran and won the 400 meter. The deal's terms for Los Angeles were not immediately available. The LA Olympic Committee previously said that hosting costs would amount to roughly $5.3 billion according to projections released last December. Aside from 2028, Los Angeles previously hosted the Olympics in 1932 and 1984. It will mark the first time since the 1996 Olympics in Atlanta, Georgia that a U.S. city hosted the Summer Games. For a state that is already mired in debt from poor financial decisions and a city that is suffering from overcrowding and a crumbling infrastructure, you might ask how $5.3 billion will be handled. And if you've ever driven in LA, especially in the last 5 to 10 years, the second biggest question you'll be asking is, how will this affect the traffic? The U.S. Post Office is rolling out a new service for residences across the country which allows people to track what they're getting in the mail before it ever even shows up in their mailbox. Informed Delivery utilizes the mail scanning which is standard in post office letter processing and sends the owner the scanned image of each piece of mail. Of note, packages, magazines, and other non-standard items are not included in the service yet, although you can opt in to receive some information about packages destined for your address as well. For areas experiencing mail theft, this is especially helpful as you can know right away if you didn't receive something in your box that was being delivered that day. The messages can be viewed on a computer or smartphone app for iPhone or Android called Informed Delivery, although it's a bit buggy being something created by the antiquated and struggling U.S. Postal Service, it's bound to be. There is of course a verification process and you need to create a USPS account, but this tool is very handy for anyone who still receives important mail through the post office. Well, tuning to the beat of a different drum, Mary Poppins is one of the most beloved movies in film history. However, one notable issue with the film rests on the shoulders of the very talented Dick Van Dyke, although maybe not so talented in one aspect. For whatever reason, Van Dyke's accent in the film, purported to be a Cockney accent from London, has been voted as the worst accent in movie history, and Dick Van Dyke recognizes that to be the case. In fact, recently it was announced that Dick Van Dyke will receive the Britannia Award for Excellence in Television from the Los Angeles Division of British Film Organization, BAFTA. So in response to being given the award, Van Dyke responded by saying that he was looking forward to receiving it and also, he said, taking this opportunity to apologize to the members of BAFTA for inflicting on them the most atrocious Cockney accent in the history of cinema. 
Van Dyke's career has spanned more than seven decades and landed him five Emmys, a Tony Award, a Grammy, the SAG Lifetime Achievement Award, and induction into the Television Hall of Fame. He recently joined his friends Carl Reiner, Mel Brooks, and Norman Lear in an HBO documentary, and he's planning the release of a brand new jazz quintet album, Step Back in Time. Dick Van Dyke will also appear in theaters in the release of Mary Poppins Returns in 2018. Chim chimney, chim chim cherry, a sweep is as lucky as lucky can be. Chim chimney, chim chimney, chim chim cheru. Good luck will rub off when I shake hands with you. Or blow me a kiss, and that's lucky too. Well, in today's challenge, how often do we find ourselves struggling to forgive someone who wronged us in our own eyes? Maybe it's just a perceived wrong, or maybe it's a confirmed and a grievous offense against us. We feel that their sin against us simply doesn't deserve our forgiveness, and that somehow we're in power to judge what is deserving of our forgiveness and what isn't. But when we read the Bible, we see a much different picture presented to the believer. In Matthew 18, we read the story of the master who forgave the servant of an inconceivably enormous debt. That's Christ who forgives us of a debt that we cannot possibly pay. But in the story, that servant goes to another servant under him and demands payment immediately, and he throws him in jail without mercy. That's us when we do not forgive. Christ has forgiven us of high treason against him and his kingdom revering other things in life higher than God. And we are to be in total thankfulness and gratitude to Him. But instead, when we don't forgive our brothers and sisters over the comparatively small offenses that they have committed against us, well, God sums it up in the story, should you not also have had mercy on your fellow slave in the same way that I had mercy on you? Only the gospel of Christ enables forgiveness. We cannot truly forgive unless we have the love of Christ in us. Be kind to one another, Ephesians 4 says, tender-hearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ also has forgiven you. This is Anchor LA on Twitter at Anchor LA Podcast and Facebook.com slash Anchor LA, where you can find links and information to certain topics that we cover in the podcast. Contact us anytime with questions or comments, or call into our show directly on the Anchor app. We'd always love to hear from you. Until next time, from Panorama City, California, I'm Ben Ditzel. This is Anchor LA.